and welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of TV My Husband Hates. I'm Regan, here with you always. And uh, how you doing, Kat? I'm doing all right. I'm going to be honest, just woke up from a nap. Uh, so you know, I know I'm going to feel great about that nap in about half an hour, but right now I yeah. feel a bit like this is why it's I don't four nap. o'clock in the morning. I'm a shit napper. Man. I'm a shit napper. I wake up cranky. I wake up not refreshed. I feel it fine, like in the evening, but like right away, I'm the worst. Here's the thing, though. Comes nine o'clock at night. I'm passing out still. You're going to be raging. No, I'm still (laughs) passing straight out. I think it's because I'm doing like at least 20,000 steps a day. So I'm getting up at six to do the steps, then do an hour, and then I'll go out again for an hour, and then I'm running around with the kids and all the rest of it. And I've had the kids by myself all week. So um, to be honest, right now, there is not enough You're not sleep. Feeling it. I cannot get enough sleep. <laughs> and then Jimmy had to go do it. That's good though. Well, Jimmy had to go do a live radio show this morning. So he got up at um, 3.45. Now, nice. I'm going to just take a moment to have a vent. And I know he's editing this, yeah. but I have already said That's it fine. to his face. So it's nothing yeah. he hasn't already heard. But if I'm getting up at 3.45 in the morning, Here's what I'm doing the night before. I'm going to have my shower. I'm going to lay out my clothes. I'm going to make sure I am ready to go. So when I get up, I can just grab my clothes, take them out, so as not to disturb the person that I love sleeping soundly (laughs) next to me. I'm going to go maybe get dressed in the kitchen, have a coffee, and get my ass out of the door. What I'm not going to do is set two alarms that you refuse to (gasps) listen to. Then get oh, up, then no. turn on the ensuite light so that it just glares all over. Decide to have a shower at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, Jimmy. I swear oh, to Jimmy. God, I could, if I'd have had the energy, I would have stabbed him in the eyes. I was oh, like, man. So here's this. This is a constant fight in our household because I get up at 4.30 every morning and go work out. I wear an Apple watch that has a silent alarm that vibrates my hand. Me too. So as not to disturb the person in bed next to me, all of my workout clothes are kept in a separate room. So all I do is leave the room, shut the door quietly, and I handle my shit elsewhere. It's a little bit harder now that we're all in the basement, but I have a pile of stuff at the bottom of the stairs that I just take right up and I go. I'm very quiet. This is it. This is what I do every single morning. Right. No lights. I, I, (laughs) sorry, sorry, Siri. Um, I, I, I turn on no lights. I'm, I'm like a robber sneaking out of the scene of a crime because I don't want to bother anybody. Honestly, the days I sleep in, sometimes Elijah gives me a lot of shit because I ask him, can you please wear your Apple watch to bed so that you can have a silent alarm so I can sleep in until 6am. I mean, I'm not asking for like a, a new yeah. lion that never happens, but, and he, and somebody's like, Oh, like I don't like sleeping and he doesn't do it very often. And I understand that, but I'm like, well then give me your watch. I'll set it for you. Like I can do all the stuff. Yeah. But can you just let me sleep till six when I, the kids are going to wake me up eventually? I was raging. But it's just like, I, I would raging. be too. But I was like, who the there's, fuck? There's no excuse for that. Who the fuck has to get out of the house at 4.30 and thinks to themselves, I'm going to shower in the morning. Like, Yeah, no, I don't do that. I mean, it would even if he was a girl, I might get it because sometimes your hair, yeah. you know. But he's a boy with or, short Or but hair. leave everything like up in the office, right? Because there's a Jeez, shower a in the office. fucking shower. We've got four fucking showers in the fucking house. <laughs> Could have picked any of the other showers. Oh, man. I was raging. And then I wasn't happy when he came back. I mean, I listened to him on the radio reluctantly. I was like... <laughs> well, that's good wife duties. Good job. Yeah, while I was building a purple Harry Potter bus, night bus Lego thing. Oh, I love that. I love that set. It's We've so done that good. One. But um, it is. I was really annoyed that I had to let the kids do it. <sighs> I'm going to yeah, buy Lego for myself. I don't ever myself. let the kids do it. I let them pick out the pieces and I put it together. So I'm like, okay, guys, I need two two piece gray pieces. Find them. I was totally doing that. And then at one point I looked around at their faces to see that they weren't really having a great time. And I was having a brilliant oh, time. See? So I was like, do you want to have a go? They're like, yeah. I was like, no. I'm going to buy some Lego just for myself. 
For sure. I want, I want to do, so a friend of mine um, also has, I think she also has all boys. So we really bond over like the Lego thing because like we love doing Lego with our boys. We do it the same way where we make them find the pieces and we put them together. <laughs> but honestly, like my kids enjoy that. Like I look at them, they're having the best time because actually they don't enjoy like the fine motor skills of it all. They enjoy like the hunting and like finding the pieces and getting really excited when they find it. Oh, sometimes I wish so, I had um, boys. She and I bond over that because she put together the Millennial Falcon Lego set, which is like phenomenal, crazy huge. I also, there's a Death Star one that I would like to put together, but, but it's you, like a thousand dollars. That's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Like ridiculously yeah. expensive. I am going to treat myself to like one, maybe one of the architecture ones or something. Yeah. Like maybe 80 or a hundred pounds, but even that feels like. I like the, um, somebody on Instagram, um, that I follow did like a deal with Lego and they had like the Beatles portraits. I think those are cool because you can switch oh, and yeah. do all the different oh, I know ones that on was. that I think one I set. I saw that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Carrie, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 I did see that. That is cool. I might do that. Cause then you can take it apart and put it all back together again and just do it on your own. Yeah. And it's multiple people. Yeah. Okay. I'm here for that. And it's art. Well, we'll see how it goes. But um, there's my Lego justification for you all. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're having longer intro chat than normal, but I think that's fine because oh, there is God, just we have to, fuck all shows... to talk about this week. Oh my God. <laughs> I wonder if we just yeah. fuck it all off and just have a chat about yeah, life. Just have our chat. I mean, I think we can touch on a few things. And then we could talk more about our life in between. How about we do that? Yeah, let's do that. Because this is All right. hard fucking work. It is. Well, and I couldn't remember if we had definitely decided to drop Atlanta or not. So I watched it and took notes because I couldn't really remember. And I don't know why I just didn't text you. I, I know we didn't life. talk at all this week, really. <laughs> we didn't, no. which is very strange. <laughs> Unusual for us. I think we were, well, I was obviously drowning under the weight of having to parent my kids uh, while Jimmy yeah. was in rehearsals and working. So I was like... You know when you're like, yeah. you've not got this shit together and you're always firefighting, that's been my week. Yeah. No, I hear you. It's totally fine. Um, but Atlanta, I mean, there's not much to say <sighs> other than, than they're just going on and on and on and on <laughs> and on and fucking on about Bolo and Portia and I couldn't it's give so less stupid. of a shit. I couldn't care Nobody less. cares. Nobody fucking cares <laughs> we don't care like, why are we still talking about this i don't care. I, I hope she did i hope I she had hope a great she time did too. i hope she rode that massive cock <laughs> bareback like a cowboy on speed i hope she fucking hammered it i hope she got a uti and just fucking couldn't walk all for the a week sex. i don't give a flying fuck i hope you know what I hope they FaceTimed Dennis and showed Dennis what they were doing too. I do too. <laughs> I hope all those things happened. Everything. Because who fucking cares? Jesus Christ. I hope she got laid and out of this because if we have to sit here and listen to this, I and know. nobody had a fucking orgasm, I'm going to be pissed. For sure. Like, just who cares? I don't care. Like, I think what bothers me the most is the people who are banging on about it don't actually give a fuck. No, like they just, just want to be more messy. They just be messy. Like they just want the gossip. They don't care. They don't care. And we don't care. And nobody cares. I want a new storyline. I feel like we're at that point in the season where Marlo suddenly realized that they're wondering whose contract they're going to renew. So she's got to start Ugh. bringing some fucking tea to the game. And it's so boring. And Marlo, just stop, 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 stop. You have no dog so in this obvious. fight. It's so obvious. Like if you're going to do this, fucking be clever about it. Like make it interesting. This is not interesting. You are obviously trying to be messy and insert yourself in the middle of shit that does not concern you. And, and the other thing that pisses oh. me off is Marlo putting this like moral slant in it. Well, somebody's lying to me. No, 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 no. Sweetheart, it's called boundaries. Just because somebody is a friend yeah. does not mean that they have to tell you every goddamn thing that they, they put fuck? in and out of their vagina. It is not no. on your list of things to fucking know. And so just it's not real. You're fucking naked. And aren't you busy enough? Like, you've taken over, like, custody of your nephews. Like, you've got shit going on in your own life. Get over it. Like, I want Marlo from last season, who was too busy to put herself in this bullshit. This is awkward as fuck. I feel so bad for Big Frida. She didn't ask to be put in that awkward-ass position. It was that. the most uncomfortable meal ever. Around a guest. I mean, like... It was embarrassing. Candy was like... We don't need to bring other people into our mess. No. This is just embarrassing. It was. I was embarrassed watching it. Um, and then Portia just 
fucks off, does her Irish goodbye. She's yeah, out. Good for her. I I'd d- do the exact same. Me too. I don't fucking blame her. Like, I just can't understand why Marlo, who appeared to have learned her lesson with Kenya, right, is yeah. now so keen to be back in the bosom of poison. Maybe. I think I think she feels if she aligns with Kenya, it makes her more interesting and they will bring them back for the conflict next season. Well, then here, I'm know. not fucking watching it. No. Honestly, I'm sick no, of Kenya. No, I feel like, for sure, and maybe we need to start, like, voting with our viewership. I mean, I know we're only two people, but we watch a lot of these shows. And, you know, maybe we just stop talking about them yeah. until they become more interesting. Um, Should we drop them next week? Dropped. Let's drop we're Atlanta next it. week. Bye. Boom. Out. Over and out. Do better. Fuck you, ATL. <laughs> feel better about that. While we've got you here, we'd love to talk to you about our brand new Patreon account. Woohoo! It's all the extra content that is not only about reality TV, but all the other TV that we happen to be watching. And if that wasn't cool enough, we also give away a little bit more about ourselves. So there's lots of personal stuff on there too, if you want to get to know us better. So head on over to patreon.com, search for TV My Husband Hates, and all this extra content can be yours for less than a cup of coffee. Or a glass of wine. Whatever you choose. Right then, let's get on with Below Deck Sailing Yacht now that we've just cleared one show off the deck. <laughs> I know we'll get to start with them next week. That's exciting. With, I'm, I'm excited. We're feeling, I'm feeling ruthless. I'm feeling like we are making a statement with Atlanta. Well, I feel like, the, like this week especially, these shows have been bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like people are resting on their laurels and that's not cool. So we're going to take them to task for that. Exactly. Um, But Below Deck Sailing Yacht, again, a fairly quiet, unexciting, dare I say it, week. (sighs) Am I being harsh? No, I like, I think you're being a little harsh. I think this show is kind of a diamond in my week, to be honest, because I was like, at least something's happening that we are not talking about the same thing that happened from six weeks ago. So well, there is that's that. exciting to me. True Maybe story. the bar is just really yes, low exactly. this week. I was just about to say. <laughs> Standards aren't high. But we have a proposal night on an ex's birthday. I mean, honestly, the guests are probably the most exciting part of the show at this moment in time. But like... You've been married, like you've been with this other dude for years, have all these kids with him. You know when his birthday is and you think it's the perfect evening to then propose to your daughter's (laughs) ex-boyfriend, now your boyfriend, (laughs) on your ex's birthday. I mean, I think you sort of implicitly summed up. I answered my question. There is sort of no boundaries with this lot, you know, and the guy doesn't seem pissed off to give him credit. No, he doesn't. No. Um, Everybody seems fine. Everybody seems very happy. Apart from Saffron, who spends the night puking. I was going to (laughs) say, I mean, who hasn't been there after a night of Sambuca shots, really? And You know, you set them on fire, they're all fun and games, and then they're not so fun later on. But um, she was taking an awful... An awful lot of shots. Like, part of me wonder if she was just trying to drink her way through this evening. I mean, can you yeah. imagine your ex-boyfriend ending up your stepdad? I, can, I mean, I, I have step-parents. None of them you who I've had sex with. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Because I think that would be really awkward. Like, I used to have sex with that guy, and now he's doing my dad. I'm going to be honest. If that was the case, that would be April's Patreon content. Just saying it. I'm just putting it out there. That's what we'd be talking oh, yeah. about. That's the story. No, I can assure you it has never, ever fucking <laughs> happened. But, um, um, yeah. Guests aside, I'm really feeling for Daisy at the moment because I feel like she is the one person holding this shit for the guest experience together. For sure. Like, does nobody else give a fuck about their tips? This is the first time. Have they forgotten they get tips? Right. And this is the first (laughs) time I've seen the deck crew be so crappy about supporting the interiors. Because I get it. Like, I can say, I get their point. They've got shit to do. But what they don't have to do, which the interior has to do, is do a shit ton of stuff all at the same time. So serve a nine-person 
dinner, various courses, do Make all their the do all the drinks, do all the rooms, prepare a proposal, and, and do all that laundry. So it's like in those in the moments, <laughs> they just need a bit of fucking help. And I think yeah. Danny has been incredibly clever here because obviously she's like horny for jail, fine, but. This has a, a side effect in that he's going to want to be in that kitchen helping more now. She's That's been smart. Right. She's been smart. Danny is not an idiot. No, she isn't. Um, Sydney is, though. Just saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> she is the most awkward person. Like, every time she comes on the screen, I'm just like, go away. I, like, I can't even bear watching you right now. Like, she has got to stop <laughs> this, like, pretend happening upon <laughs> Gary and Allie all the time. It's not pretend. The thing we is, know you are, you've trained your body now to listen to when it's only the two of them speaking <laughs> and you're going to wake up and interrupt it. The thing is, is like, you know, what as a fuck? teenager, you know, when you're 12, 13, you start fancying boys and you only know, yeah. I mean, for us, we only knew like a handful of boys. So inevitably, we Yeah, she went fancy- to our girls' school, didn't Yeah, you? <laughs> so we fancied the same people. And so, you know, you were yeah. in that situation where you didn't want to leave two people alone because you wanted to get off with him and he might get off with her. Like... I was 13 years old and I can feel this in Sydney and that feels weird. And then she has this conversation about how she, with Ali about how she just like calls people up when she needs a shag. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I, it just all feels a bit she's, needy. I feel like she's trying to put this like cool girl facade that can handle one night stands yeah. out. So she's making up bullshit stories that support this cool girl facade. It's not fucking there. You're awkward as fuck. You really like Gary. He doesn't feel the same way about you. He was very fucking clear about it. Like, just stop. Agreed. Just stop, babe. This is a very awkward thruple. Like, you need an intervention. Like, it's okay to be upset and be like, you know what? I, I fancied him. I shouldn't have let myself do that. It's okay to Have be that honest conversation. That. Have that conversation. Agreed. Not like, I'm really cool with this. This is how I live my life, but I don't know where I stand with him. Well, he told you where you stand with him. The, that night he told you where you stood. Like, Gar- I don't want to be on Gary's side. You keep forcing me yeah. to be on Gary's side about this. It's really pissing me off. It was just a one night stand. Very clear. Nothing wrong with that. Very clear. Nothing wrong with that. But now Very- you need to get the message and move the fuck on. Yeah. Because it's just stop and and let Allie get off with him if she wants just to. Let it happen. Because I think Allie could handle it. Yeah, don't don't get your tits out and and push and then push Allie oh. off. And it was like, "Oh my god, oh, it was just That was so weird. It was so weird and it's so childish. And then <sighs> they're going to get a bollocking obviously cuz Captain Glenn's like, For "Who sure. the fuck is jumping in the water at two o'clock in the morning?" How gross is harbor water Not, too, by the yeah. way? Like I mean, it's that's like jumping in a toilet. But it's not okay. It's it's the ocean's toilet. I also would have thought that jumping in the water in the middle of the night, especially it's when unsafe. you're drunk, is really against the rules. For sure. Well, because remember when like that right. guest did it on Captain Lee's boat, and like he had to banish her from the boat. Who could like, forget? Yeah, I know. Um. So this is not good. No, it isn't good. Uh, but I mean, it makes for great TV. It's fun watching that shit. A hundred percent. It just makes me really uncomfortable. It's a bit sphincter-clenching, isn't it? <laughs> it is 100% sphincter-clenching, like the cheap-ass tip that they got. That tip I was terrible. D- I don't blame but, them at all. And here's for yeah. why. Natasha. Yeah. She, yeah. <coughs> I'm so, I'm, this, is how, <laughs> this is how excited I am about the whole thing. <coughs> she is single-handedly... Not, I mean, 90% undermining that tip every time. I rewound sure. it. I saw that she was taking ready-made croissants that she just had to put in the oven. I make those for oh, my kids every fucking weekend. Right? And I'm not a Michelin star chef. So she's doing ready-made croissants. She's Even the shittiest chefs that we've seen have made, made their, their own, own pastries. True. And then yeah. store-bought court cakes. We've never seen a chef buy, buy a no. cake. We've seen them be really pissed about having to make a cake, but we've never but seen them made buy them. it. Exactly. Yeah. And then she's like promising the earth to the guests. No, promising the moon to the guests with the bloody cotton candy machine yeah and then just doesn't do it but doesn't tell doesn't you know doesn't let daisy know just sets her up for a fall and then fucks around and it's she is she's infuriating yeah and the service listen these guests were were weird and a pain i actually liked them towards the end but um, for sure but they had crappy service for a lot of their stay yeah 
Yeah. So I, I I agree. I'm not I'm not shocked that they left them. I mean, to be honest, it feels like an awful lot of money to have to give over when you've had a bit of a crappy experience. I mean, I'm on their side with that. Sorry. Interesting. See, I wonder if they would have been good tippers anyways. I think they would have been. Because you I think, think so? he would have seen it as like an ego thing to be able to just drop right, 20 right. grand. I mean, that, that envelope still looks fucking massive. Well, I so wrote, was it like $15,000 in once? one? <laughs> I was like, here you go. <laughs> I should have just that. made it rain then. Pulled out like a dollar gun and just like shot it at them. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I really want a dollar gun. Like, I feel like oh, that would... I can sort that out for you. Do you send it to me with the Your dollars? birthday's coming it up. It is. Oh, Your birthday's yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah, let's do that. Um, anyway, listen, Below Deck Sailing Yacht, I think it's going to get exciting with the Sydney Gary Alley Thruple. Oh, um, God. I think they're going to, at the very least, call, get themselves into trouble. It's always fun to see yeah. that. Because I don't think we've really seen crew members being that naughty. We also haven't seen Glenn really lose his shit. No. I don't even know if we will, because he's a fairly chill guy, but maybe he will. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, I think like we said at the beginning of this season, I think because they are trapped on the boat, we're going to see more crew antics just because they're going to be stir crazy. I mean, that's a long time to spend that close together on the boat without like getting to go out in the town and have a meal or, you know, be drunken idiots together. Well, they're going to feel it tomorrow when they've got guests landing. Yeah, because there's only like 10, like, was it 10 hours, yeah, five hours? 10 hours until their next charter and they're busy getting oh, naked man. and jumping in dirty water. And Gary's the boss. Like, Gary's the head of the deck. Like, that's not a good look. It's not a good look, is it? Um, we'll see. We will see. Let's, uh, let's move on to Dallas. And again, really only one thing worth talking about. Kerry continuing Car- to be... She's so fucking awful to that Bigfoot guy. It was awful. Like it was. It was so rude. It's like that awful, rich, entitled arrogance sure. that just makes you feel like you can talk to anybody however you like. And it's just. And she sat there fucking chowing down on a wiener, oh, and then right, and then bitching right. at him for hunting food, but he eats everything that he hunts. Like that's a sustainable that's more as ethical. fucking gets. That's actually more ethical than Way what she's ethical. doing in this moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she doesn't care. The facts don't matter to Carrie. She just wants to be an arrogant. She just wants to hear her own voice and drown everybody in her own opinion. And it's gross. Well, and like try to kill everybody with her wokeness, right? Like that fucking bothers me. Like believe whatever you want to believe, but you know what? Don't be a dick to other people who may have just different beliefs than you do but aren't totally against your wokeness. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I like uh, the guy's just a hunter. He's been invited to give you a Bigfoot tour. Leave him the fuck alone. A hundred percent. I get it. It's the motto of our fucking life. Over, Like this is our family motto. Yeah. Think what you think, do what you want to do, whatever it is. Just don't be a dick about it. And Carrie was a dick about it. And that for sure. And I felt so bad for Stephanie because you know that she's mega empathetic and she would have felt that. Like I felt that you felt that. Oh Yeah. It, you don't ever want to see anybody be made to feel like that. And that Carrie just no. didn't get it and woke up still an asshole the next morning. Oh, God. Well, it was full of everything. It was classist. It was fucking just, oh, like. Privileged. I, I can't stand her. It I was cannot ignorant. stand her. It was all sorts because of things. she complains constantly about, like, not having financial independence. Doesn't fucking, like. Okay, so COVID may have ruined that a little bit for her, but like, does not fucking check her privilege. Like, you are incredibly wealthy. This, your husband is working to pay for everything, and you are such an entitled little bitch. Like, a hundred percent. It's just, it's awful. Check yourself. And to get, uh, not credit, but she does seem to have a bit of a light bulb moment in this episode. Because well, she made, because she made Stephanie cry. Like, yeah, I mean, it, she wouldn't have. If Stephanie had not cried, I don't think she would have given a fuck. No, and I agree. And I, but I wonder if that, because she did then apologize to Deandra as well, un, yeah. without any kind of, you know, need right. or even expectation. Deandra just kind of taking it as this is just Carrie. I'm not even going to go there. And, and she did offer right. up an unsolicited apology, which for Carrie is something. It's a first. Yeah. I mean, pigs were flying. But 
I don't think it's going to last. She's got a lot of work to do to make me think that she's actually going to have changed. For sure. I don't, I, I can't, I, I don't know. She's going the way of Leanne for me very, very quickly. Yeah, but almost worse because it seems so yeah. contrived. For sure, for sure. Um, we'll see. They've started filming the reunion, so um, it should be interesting. So I don't think we've got them for very much longer, but. I mean, between Atlanta and losing dad, I know that, um, well, Atlanta have already filmed their reunion, haven't they? Yeah. Candy's outfit yeah. got some press. <laughs> All of their outfits did. Portia, I thought, was the only one that looked de- halfway decent on the Atlanta one. We'll see about the Dallas one because I think, obviously, there are going to be a lot of questions about, like, Brandy's pregnancy and her being pregnant for the entire season and her drinking the entire season. And- well, and you can see it in some of the, uh, what they call it, Com- confessionals and some of the interviews, right? You can see yeah, she's, she's, like, very up- got yeah. a lump, but... Um, Anyway, I mean, as far as I was concerned, that was literally all there was for Dallas this week. Yeah, I agree. Um, Should we move on to New Jersey? Yeah, let's. And again, it's sort of a one-issue <laughs> show. We've got Melissa yeah. and Joey. Uh, yeah. The marriage that we all thought was solid as a rock appears to be going through some rocky waters. Yeah, and I think that's just normal. Like, I just wrote down, like, marriage, arrow, growth, arrow, change. Like... To have long-lasting marriages, you each have to grow within your marriage. Like, that's just the way it is because people are not the same for 50 years. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that's just where they were struggling. And I think Melissa really nails it. She's like, look, he married me when I was 24 years old. Like, I've changed. I've grown, you know. And he I'm was sorry. And he was really old school and controlling. I'm going to say controlling. He used to like hold yeah. her and make her be right next to him and all of those things. Right, right. Which worked for her at the time because she'd always had men that were shady, right? So this felt right. secure to her. But for sure. I 100% agree. And I think this is something that marriages, every single marriage comes up against in one shape or form. For that, sure. that somebody changes and grows and it's not just that you have to but joey needs to embrace that he needs to get off for sure he's he needs to stop throwing his toys out of the pram and recognize that this isn't the marriage that his father and mother had um well but but i i think that's where it is actually the marriage that they had like i really hate when people are like i saw my parents all the time and this this was their relationship you didn't know what was going on with their relationship. My kids have no idea what goes on between me and my husband. They see what they want to see. And yes, they saw his dad dote on his mother. But you know what? Who knows if like behind the scenes it was the same? Because you know what? Melissa does dote on Joey. She loves him so, like I love their playful flirtation. I mean, I wish my, I mean, I wish everybody's husbands had the Joe Gorgias sex drive. I know, like, still I would love for my husband other. to be all over me like me that too. all the time. And she's that way with him too. So I feel like what Joe doesn't see is his marriage from the outside because I feel like everybody's watching being like, she dotes on you constantly. You guys are very obviously still hot for each other. That's amazing. She also can be her own person. It, it, it's not at the expense of you. Like No, and I think as an old school... She's doing this to grow together. I think as an old school Italian man, his ego's feeling a bit of a, a, right. a bruise. But but also I think that this isn't just... this. He's making it very much about him. And I think what he needs to right. recognize is this is a journey that Melissa needs to go through because I think as a mom, you, you can really empathize with her she's done her kids are now at a period where they're of an age where things are finally easing up right they've got an au pair she's built her business this is her time and he's not making that recognition that she has given everything you know and we've all been there we spent that time with our babies we did all of that and now that they're bigger we're all finding every single mom whether they do it or not gets to a point where you want to forge some more of your own shit your own time your well, own achievements and she gave him his space to grow his business totally. that's when she was doing everything with the kids letting him have his own schedule build his business build his wealth it is now time for her and i think like dolores really points it out to him like dude she is fucking crazy about you. You need to back off. You are picking fights where there are no fights to be said. And I feel like people need to listen to Dolores and Frank. Like, 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're on the other side of those marriages, other sides of their kids being grown. Like they have a lot of wisdom to impart. Well, and this is where Joey needs to grow up a little bit, honestly. This is where Joey needs to stop looking at his parents' relationship with these rose-tinted glasses and where he needs to recognize that, yes, that was great, but now we are 50 years on. Like we're talking an entirely different generation and, and an entirely different cultural reference too because we had first-generation Italian parents, very, very different to what Joey and Melissa are growing up in and and dealing with. And so he needs to stop being a baby and he needs to recognize that just because his relationship is going to look slightly different to his parents does not mean that that is a bad relationship. Um, No, and you can't tell me his parents' relationship was easy. As being first-generation immigrants trying to make it in America and raise two kids, there were struggles you never fucking saw, my friend. 100%. A hundred percent. Like that's crazy. Um, so, but speaking, I have. I was ahead. just going to say, I have no doubt that they'll get through this. This is not the end of oh, Joey and Melissa. Sure. This is just a, a rocky period, and every single fucking marriage goes through it. Um, every single one, multiple times. Multiple it's going to come up every time. There's change. Every time, life is a little bit different. And they've You're been together have to navigate for fifteen, sixteen years, and it's just where they are right now. And they'll they'll get it's just through the way it. it is. Of course for they sure. Will. Speaking of their parents, oh my God, like I cried throughout that remembrance of like Teresa's dad. I, I did. I got really I, teary. I know. I feel like I should have. I didn't. But then I think. Yeah. I think I was. You had a hard week with your kids. Well, that- you were like, fuck it. I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a conscious thought, but now that Not you mention it. To- <laughs> no offense to anybody. <laughs> now that you mention it, there was a moment there where. You know, an eternal rest sounds like a great fucking idea. Um, but I also think I'd watched them all in a row, and I think I was just yeah. a little bit deadened to For sure, the emotion. By the monotony. <laughs> yeah. The boringness of the shows this week. <laughs> yeah. So by that point, I think I was like a bit soul destroyed. But it was Fair. beautiful. And, you know, I do, th- I think that whatever Teresa and Joey, all the shit that you can say about them, their, their, what's the word? I'm like, their, their, um, family values are absolutely something that are, I'm in awe of. Yeah, it was really interesting to me because while we were like, while they were like going through the whole remembrance of him, what I was really thinking about is like all the shit we've seen Teresa go through, like, think what you will about Teresa, but like she has gone through some major life shit being on this show, like with her family, with her husband, financially, legally, like it's been a lot. Yeah. And a lot of that in the last five years as well, like pretty concentrated. And I think where I'm kind of excited is I'm excited to see where like Joe, Joey and Teresa go from here, like in their building of this family. Cause they both have loads of kids. Like they're, they're, kind of redoing the Gorga family, right? Like, it'll be interesting to see where that goes and the values that their kids are raised with and the different families that their kids are raised in. And I don't know. I think I like I like that there's a brother and sister on one of these shows. And Agreed. Like, I like that family dynamic being on there. Agreed. It's really interesting. Um, and then finally, and, uh, I mean, we were going to talk about keeping up with the Kardashians. We'll talk briefly about, I guess, Courtney and Addison. But beyond that, we're just going to talk about the shit show that Chloe is at the moment on social media. Yeah, like the real life social media chat. I think that's far more interesting than the show. This show is like just, <sighs> I mean, this like is I would have a- rather just not had a, like they should have just ended it last season. Like why even have another season Agreed. if it's just going to be bullshit? There is nothing I'm not of interest. Interested. There is nothing of interest. No. We're I mean, not hearing anything MJ. about Kim and Kanye. That's great. Um, no, there's the occasional Rob sighting, which I'm finding amusing. Fine, great. <laughs> I mean, the food god got his quarter of a million pound watch robbed off his wrist. Of course he was going to. If you want to wear a watch that is worth more than most people's homes, then you know what? Yeah. Like, I feel for anybody who gets robbed at gunpoint. But For sure. But, the vet, but it's more likely to happen to you if you're wearing a vulgar watch like that. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. They're probably not going to hold me at gunpoint for my Apple Watch. No. <laughs> Just no, an observation. No, and it counts my steps. I bet his quarter, quarter of a million dollar watch didn't count steps. 
Just saying. Yeah, well, let's be real, too. Jonathan is fucking obnoxious. Like... Yeah, and he's gone too far he's down the plastic obnoxious. surgery route on he his really face. He really has. He's starting to look a bit he Mickey really has. For sure. For sure. <laughs> anyway. Let's just slam his body <laughs> and victim blame all over the place. <laughs> it's a lead up into what the Kardashians are complaining about. We're just setting the scene. It is. With <laughs> the irony. victim blaming. <laughs> yeah. um, briefly, before we get onto Chloe, let's talk about Addison yeah. and Courtney because I have to say like, it's a bit, I'm always a little bit suspicious of people who want to come in and be really good friends with the Kardashians. I mean, of course, to a certain extent, who wouldn't be? I thought maybe she's a bit thirsty. But the more it got on, the more I just thought, actually, I've not seen Courtney this happy. Like, I haven't seen her laugh (laughs) and have that much fun in a long time. Courtney has a friend. We should all just be excited that she has a friend and she's not being an obnoxious bitch like she has been in the past. Like, I, I loved Courtney this season, actually. Whatever's happening, personally friendly whatever with her looks good on her and i'm happy for her me too and if it's her little polly pocket tiktoker friend that's making her smile then that's what it is power to her yeah absolutely because i think addison is fairly because weren't you mentioning she's like 79 million followers or something on tiktok i mean it's a ridiculous amount of followers. like she's doing all right let's just she I really can only doesn't need the kardashians how, no well because i have a tiktok creator fund just saying because i got to ten thousand yeah. followers and that basically means that i get money for all the likes and engagement that i that i so just brilliant of tiktok to do by the so way as great. a platform mm-hmm. instagram you should pay attention to that um just to be clear though i've probably been doing it for about a month and i've earned five pounds 39 pence shit man that's five pounds although i did have one video go viral a couple of days ago so tomorrow's payout i mean i might there even go i might it could even be a break full a bottle pound. of wine it might i might be able to buy myself a bottle of wine <laughs> Um, anyway, so she's definitely secure in her own right in terms of her fame, if that's what you want to call it. Um, but mm-hmm. listen, Courtney's happy. We've seen Courtney really down in the dumps. So this yeah. is a better Courtney. And if it's Addison. For sure. It's, I don't care what's going on with them. Whatever. No. Who cares? Who cares if she's out Not for my the business. lesbian lunchbox? Nobody cares. We don't care. No. Whatever it takes to no. put a smile on Courtney's face. For sure, because she's literally the hardest person to please on the planet, yeah, I think. She really is. So, if, Addison, if you're doing something right, you're doing something right. Like, I think everybody appreciates yeah. it. It's, yeah, you're keeping court, miserable Courtney off the streets. We're here for that. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> now, let's forget the show because we're not interested. Yeah. But there has no. been some off-screen drama with Chloe this week regarding an unauthorized um, image that went viral. Yes, and if you are looking for said image, you can head over to our Instagram account because it is on there, and we've never never been bullied or asked to take it down. So not so far. Interesting. Yeah, checks mail, um, sees cease and desist letter, but no, right. it's fine. Um, Courtney Kardashian's at my back door right now, <laughs> threatening to kill me <laughs> with her nails. Hello, with her nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so, like I'm so torn on this whole thing I'm because not. if you guys have not been keeping tabs on it. So this unauthorized meaning essentially just untouched normal natural picture of Chloe surfaced on social media. There's a lot of different stories about who put it up and who didn't. We don't it care. doesn't really matter. Um but yeah, it's just an unfiltered picture of this gorgeous girl who looks like a normal person. Looks fierce. Solid as fierce. Badass. I'm here for it. However, now the whole machine which is the Kardashians have been sending out cease and desist letters, bullying other Instagram accounts that have put it up there because they want this image erased from social media forever, which let's be honest, it's on the internet. It's never going to happen. I'm of two, like two schools of thought. I do feel like people should have say over their own images and, and what gets out there or not. Like I get that. Like it, it's, it's a picture of you. You do what you will. However, the Kardashians have essentially changed beauty and body image standards, standards forever for everybody. And they've done it fraudulently yep. with filters and all this kind of stuff. So part of me is kind of like you reap what you motherfucking sow. Like you've set these standards. You can't then be pissed off that you're being held to the standards that you've set. Uh, uh, the unrealistic standards that you yeah. have set. And I, 
100% agree. I have never, ever been more disappointed in Khloe Kardashian. I've always been, she's For always sure. hands down been my favorite. She's always one that seemed yep. most grounded. Um, and when this picture came out and she was upset, I was like, you, she has a right to decide what images go out. But, she had a yeah. real opportunity to do something phenomenal for all right. those young, vulnerable, impressionable, influent, easily influenced girls and women who are like flying to Turkey to have cheap ass, and I mean literally cheap ass. Yeah, yeah, cheap asses. Operations. Yeah. And some are, people are dying. Like this is not yeah. a small thing. And she no. is has for years photoshopped, face-tuned images what we see on her Instagram body filters is not what she looks like. And I don't care if she does a live and she looks thin and like, she's still, you still there. You can still maintaining use filters a, on, you can. you can still use filters on videos. And like, she's still maintaining Nothing you a, see on the internet is real. No, a pose is a pose and poses, yeah. angles are everything. She had a real chance to own right. her body and promote, body neutrality not even body positivity just body neutrality like who gives a shit this is my body it's great right. i look fierce and she didn't yeah. take that opportunity and no that i think is so da- and she went the other way and it's so damaging and i don't Ugh. think i'll ever forgive her for that well it's not even just damaging to teenagers let's no, be real i'm a 40 year old mom of two and i'm like damn like i need to work out more because that's what she's doing and getting that body and it's like no like, actually, my body probably looks pretty not, I mean, I still have a little ways to go, but pretty close to what her her body actually looks like. And I think I really wish because she has always been like, you know, with her body, like the revenge body show and things like that, always very body positive, like get your mind right about your food, but not in a real freaky way. Like give yourself some grace, lift some weights. Like you can do something about some of this stuff. And then to do this, like part of me is like, just put it out there. Like put a little disclaimer, filters used this way. If you want to look like this on your Instagram page, these are the filters you need to buy. This is how you do it. Yeah. Fine. Photoshop. Like I, yeah, I agree. And I think that this is going to be the rock that she perishes on in a lot of ways. Actually, I, I think this is going to be bigger than she thinks it is. And it could have been. It could have been the podium that we all raised her up on. And actually, I think it's Fuck. going to be the like, absolute upset. She, I think. If she had taken control, like I think if she had just been like, yep, that's my body. I look amazing. I've birthed a baby. I'm a strong ass bitch. What? I think she would have surpassed Kim in followers. I think that would have spoken to everybody very, very easily. And it would have righted like, because we see her this season in the show being so torn about like her image and taking back Tristan and all this. Like, had you owned your image, you could have done whatever the fuck you want with Tristan. Everybody would have respected it. Like, you would have soared. And, and her, now, and, like, it's just a fucking joke to me. And like, her statement, I don't give a shit. Her, her apology statement, Ugh. where she was like, I'm really sorry, I'm under unbearable pressure to look perfect. I'm like, listen, babe, you can't create the monster and then complain when it bites you in the ass. Like, you did this. You created these women, standards. We are all under these pressures. You're under no more pressure than anybody fucking And none else. of the rest of us look like you to begin with. Like, let's be clear, like, she still looks right. really fierce anyway. So don't tell me that you're under tons of pressure when you're the one making no. us feel crappy about ourselves a lot of the time. I For mean, sure. It's, it's, and perpetuating right. that with the filters. All the time. And we know, we're not yeah. stupid. We know those images aren't real. None of anybody was shocked when we saw Chloe's real body and it didn't no, look like we it did. Excited. We were like, that's great. But also it doesn't help. It's still there. It's still insipid. It still seeps into your psyche. Even yeah. if you're a smart, intelligent, aware woman, she, I can, if she owns it, she's like, of course it's photoshopped and photo tuned and this is what I look like. And I'm, and I'm as proud of this as I am of this. Fine. Or, I mean, even if she's like, dude, like I'm so embarrassed. Like I wasn't doing my angles. I didn't have my lighting, but that is what my body looks like. And I'm okay with that. But you know what? I do choose to do angles and whatever, because I am a little bit vain. Again, you're still like fucking relatable, but to come out and be like, to I don't almost know. make like, it, to almost make it seem, this is why it's batshit crazy. Like this we've is why all I'm been angry. Like victimizing her. But, but even worse than that, this, I think this is what's just occurred to me that makes me angry. Okay. Because she's, this assumption that we are so stupid that we are now going to believe, this is what she wants us to believe, 
that actually her body really looks like the Photoshop stuff. The Photoshop. And the fake yeah. picture is the one that's real. That's essentially what she's asking us to, to jump on board with. And still perpetuating this unattainable body image. And that, I'm like, hang on a minute, listen. Don't, don't call me stupid. Like, just own that that is what you fucking right. look like. Like, I'm sorry, but I feel like the Kardashians PR people got this completely wrong. I think Tracy Romulus, because I think she's the head of the PR company that handles them. She's their friend. You fucking called this wrong. This is not what people want. I mean, this is... And it's really out of touch to think that's what people want. Exactly. And I think this is the problem. maybe they're becoming irrelevant. That's exactly what I was about to say. It's out of touch. If they can't get this right, then they are irrelevant. And I think this is the moment that maybe that's what's happening, that we are realizing that... The Kardashians are so far they're gone. Done. Yeah. That then the stuff they're putting out isn't even entertaining anymore. Like nothing. No, and like there's nothing. The, I feel like the bullying of like smaller accounts who are use this picture to talk about body image and things that are actually fucking important to bully these accounts and try to and give them cease and desist letters to take them out is gross and tacky. You don't fucking own the internet. No, you don't. And also, it's. I found it really interesting because I saw this picture posted on a number of the kind of big Bravo, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, uh, accounts. And then when I went back to post it myself, they'd all taken it down. And I was like, yeah. oh, should I even post it? And I thought, fuck it. Like, honestly, what are they going to do? They p- right. send me a DM or they have it or it disappears, whatever. Like, I'll just post it and see. Fine. Yeah. Clearly, we're sneakier than Chris, Card- than Chris Jenner gives us credit for, but... Clearly, we're below the amount of followers that they give a fuck about. So, <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I don't care. Like, I think it's important to talk about it. I fucking stand against bullshit body image promotion. Me too. And Chloe should know better. And she's got daughters. Fuck, and you've yeah. got a daughter. Like, you've got a motherfucking daughter. They all have daughter. I mean, there's like a million of a million girls coming out of this family, Just and it's do like better. you're being so damaging. I mean, like. You know, like even to take it a step further, look at Kylie and all the stuff that she's had done to her body because of this. And again, denies everything. Denies everything. For sure. Chloe like, denies just the be work. honest. Chloe denies the, the, the surgical work. We can see, we can see the yeah. difference in you from then yeah. to then. Like, we're not idiots. We're not idiots. Yeah. And I think that's And what we're also people who work out and watch what we eat. And that doesn't happen that quickly. Believe me. <laughs> Trust me, we're I fucking get up at 4.30 in the morning to work out. Like, come on. I haven't had any you know? wine for like three weeks apart from last <laughs> night when I did drink a bottle and now I feel like shit. So, right. like, come on, guys. Just do better. We're done. Like, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Let's see how, what they bring Should to the table. Should we be done with the Kardashians as well? Should they go the way of the Real Housewives of Atlanta? I mean, to be I honest... I to be I'm, real, there's probably only two more episodes anyway. I mean, let's watch it and see, but I'm not... Yeah. If there's nothing interesting, we won't give them any time next week. No, and I think we need to be ruthless because I don't want to give... Yeah. I don't, I don't want to give time and space to shows that are not fucking delivering. That's right. Like, we're, we are the consumers. We need to be dictating the content that we are given... And if you are pissed off about it too, then let's be open about it. Like, what the fuck happened this week? Yeah, agreed. Everybody just go on vacation, fucking fall asleep. Apparently. Come on. Apparently. We're all in a pandemic. We need more interesting shit. Exactly. Like, I think they're like, <laughs> oh, we're in a pandemic. Like, you know, nobody's, it is what it is. We're like, no, we need you to raise your game. You need to do more, yeah. better. I want you scratching each other's fucking eyes out with those nails. For sure. For sure. Anyway, there is no eye scratching. It's just boring MJ's birthday. Well done. I'm so sorry. I know you're old, but that's fine. That's great. Well done. <laughs> Could there you know be a I more did? boring fucking storyline than MJ's 86th birthday? No. Do you know what's a more interesting storyline? Tell me. I looked it up today because I was watching this birthday. I watched the Kardashians this morning. And I was like, is Chris an only child? Because... We only ever see Chris and MJ and like her doing all this. No, she has a younger sister that they never fucking feature that is like forgotten and like they never address it. So what do we and know I about her? And I found that more interesting. Okay, so I went down a little like, bit of a the, wormhole. Is she estranged? While I was watching, because literally there was nothing interesting. I felt there was nothing interesting about this show. So while I was watching it, I was also on Instagram. So there is a cousin on Instagram. Oh shit, let me pull up the article. Her name is Karen Houghton. She's Kris Jenner's younger sister. And they just like, 
apparently they, they are estranged and they do not get along, but they Karen has a daughter named Natalie Zettel. And she has about like 56.9 thousand followers on Instagram. Um, and so she posts a lot of stuff about like her mom and their pictures of MJ on the account, but it's Natalie Zettel, N A T A L I E Z E T T E L. So if you want to follow it, this is the Kardashians cousin of Chris's younger sister, Karen. So it's just Chris and the sister. That Chris are and Karen. Yeah. M- MJ still yeah, talks MJ to Karen. MJ was a single mom. Yeah. MJ still talks to Karen. It's not like a, but Chris and Karen do not seemingly have a relationship, but that's a fun wormhole to go down. If you guys need something else to do since Kardashians are not serving it up. Interesting. We'll serve it up for you. Enjoy. Interesting. <laughs> With that being said, um, I think that brings us to an end. Um, If you guys could please rate, review, all that good stuff. I know we've waited till the end to tell you, so you've probably already tuned out. But um, hop on there. Give us a little review. It always helps. Always helps. Thanks very much. And uh, we hope you have a lovely week. Thanks as ever for giving us your time. We hope that you get some downtime. Some downtime. To, you hope you get that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, not a bit racy and a little bit saucy. Um, we hope you get some downtime um, to watch more shows so that we can see you again here next week. But in the meantime, have a great week. And remember, smart people watch reality TV too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please subscribe, rate, and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husbands Hate. The music and production for TV My Husband Hates by Jimmy Sims. And I know he's editing this. But if I'm getting up at 3.45 in the morning, there'd be a fucking purple Harry Potter bust. But Jimmy's not like that.